Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Oh my God. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm amazing. Good. You look amazing. Well, thank you. No, I'm just riding the high, man. Yeah. What high is that? Oh, shit. I just feel like things are coming together. Yeah, me too. Things are coming together. Oh my God. Speaking of things coming together. Yes. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. And who doesn't already know that? We, a lot of people. Yeah, we know. have new subscribers. Thank you, guys. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Our show that is all about, it's pretty raw. Yeah. Pretty vulnerable. Yeah. There's no real framework, per se. There's a sl- slight framework. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a show about getting unstuck in your 40s. Yeah. And then we're real vulnerable. We're real raw. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's a show about nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of a garage band of podcasts. <laughs> I love that analogy. We're I like, love it. you know, we're like the small time kids or the yeah. rock, rock band in your garage. Oh my God, I love that. Did and you come up with I that? did. So, so real. Yeah. And yeah, and we're, true. we're just a little, you know, we're just a little engine that could. Yeah. And we figure it out as we go. We do. We have yeah. a lot of audio equipment failure. <laughs> And we mostly end up just sitting on Nicole's bed talking. <laughs> Which uh, is where we are now. Yeah. <clears throat> because every time I come over, something's been wrong. <laughs> yeah. With the, with the uh, technology. But it's not Nicole. We know that. She's going to call Adobe. Yes, I need to call Adobe Audition. There's something wrong. So yeah, there's definitely something it's wrong. Fine. And, and short of having Al Simmons here every mm-hmm. single time we record, mm-hmm. you know. Melanie, in case you're listening, tell Al... That we need them to call us. Yeah, we do. <laughs> what kind of business people are just like, have the guy call us? <laughs> we're tired of you. You talk to him. We're tired. Right. Or Otherwise, the listeners are just going to make do. <laughs> the listeners are like, so can you just get, get. Yeah, just maybe schedule an appointment. Could you just get someone will, maybe someone will hire somebody for us. Thank you. Yeah. That's on you guys. <laughs> Okay, if you want a better quality, you go after it. Okay, so really, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we struggle with audio audio gear. So we te- technically, or not technically, so we try to, like, catch up. We do a little bit of a meltdown moment. Yeah. And then we talk about whatever content we have for the show. Yeah, we do. The little gift. The little, yeah. We have a little present for all y'all. Yeah, and it's, it's the reason why you, like, you stay listening. <laughs> we hope that you... Joke after joke <laughs> We hope that you get something out of it. Yeah. And uh, if you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Or email us. Yeah, tell us your listening. We want to talk to our listeners. Yeah, and we want to find out who just happened to be picking it up now. Yeah, and we want to invite you to come and talk to us. Yeah. If you have any inspirational stories, meltdown mm-hmm. moments, mm-hmm. things that would be worth sharing with others. <clears throat> yeah. So that's us in a nutshell. Yeah. So, oh, I'm riding a high because because we've had this spike in downloads, because yeah. more people are listening, mm-hmm. and also everything else with my business is coming together, and I'm, I'm back at the bedside, which just is incredible. Nice. 
Yeah. I'm How's that feel? So I'm an ICU nurse, you guys. I was in a um, position that, that took me away from the bedside, but so I'm not, now back to being with uh, patients, and I, man, just mortality is just like in my face, and the amazing teamwork, and what we, <laughs> what we do, what everybody does, and and it's just awe-inspiring. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's super meaningful. I feel like I'm in my groove. I feel like I'm. Lots, a lot of stuff is coming together. I've been, a lot of this podcast, we talk about, you know, business ideas and new yeah. ventures and things for me are starting to take off in, in certain areas. So I'm just, I'm super fucking stoked. Hell yeah, dude. Whoa. Yes. It. Yeah. That must feel great. How are you? Enjoying that moment. Yes, thank you. I'm actually kind of riding a weird high too. Like mm. there was like a minor little shakeup at work, and I think that when things like that happen to you, it just sets you out of your comfort zone enough to make you reflect on your life and your decisions and your choices, and make you wonder, huh? If anything were to ever happen to my job, would I want to spend time? you know, doing similar jobs in similar industries or would I want to do something really fucking fun and cool? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. Option B. Yeah. Maybe. Option B, something creative, maybe not as lucrative, but, you know, that side hustle, all that creativity and all yeah. those fun little juices start flowing again and it just makes you kind of inspired to kind of be in that uncomfortable zone. Like, God, anything could happen. I better get my shit together. I better have some irons in the fire. Yeah. Or something like that. So, um, I'm okay. I'm gonna like at peace with it and realize mm-hmm. that you know the universe changes direction every now and then, and you better just go with the flow when that happens. And, and the universe has your back. Yeah, and things are falling into place, whether or not you realize it now. Yeah, you will. Yeah. So, yeah, things are pretty good. I mean, it's interesting. I'll, I'll share some reflections later. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> yeah. Good. Yeah. So, do we have any meltdown moments? Yeah. Do, do you want me to go? Or do you want to go? You you want to go? You start. Okay. Well. Uh. <laughs> so like. Oh, maybe like two a little while a little while ago. I was, um, you know, I I do a lot of behind the scenes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was working on it and and all I realized like all of a sudden like we didn't have any podcasts out. None of our episodes were up. I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but like there were none none of them were available anywhere except for like two. And I yeah. was like, What the fuck, dude? Oh, Where's what? our legacy? <laughs> Where has it gone? <laughs> the legacy of the Meltdown City Podcast. Yes. Oh, oh, it's terrifying. I was like, ah! and I, you know, texted me. I, I te- yeah, I was like freaking out. I was like hot, like with anger. I was, yeah. Anyway, um, emailed the tech support. I felt really helpless because it's like a different time zone. Yeah. The people that I, I mean, the, the, the people that um, host the podcast and all this stuff, and I just was like, ah! but thank God. Within like 24 hours, it was all fixed. Yeah. 
and they actually upgraded us to a newer system. It was just a tiny glitch, and yeah. that might be part of why we have more downloads. So I should be grateful. Totally but it, grateful. in the moment, I was just like, I was there was nothing I could do for a little bit. Yeah. So you know, not life threatening on any level. Yeah. Just I was pissed. Yeah. And I felt helpless. Yeah. Yes. But it all worked out. It did. I had a feeling it was going to be some kind of a thing where they had to take everything down to put it back up. Or... Oh, you know what it makes me feel like? What? I do feel like this is why I get so <clears throat> frustrated. I feel yeah. like it's something I must have done. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm working. I've gotten comfortable enough with yeah. the, with this <clears throat> whole podcast business, but mm-hmm. I still there are things that happen that I'm like, I don't fucking know why that. And like, yeah. I'm not an expert in this field. Like, uh-huh. like, and I feel helpless. Yeah. Then I feel like an idiot. Yeah. And then, then I feel like it's my fault, but actually it wasn't my fault. Thank God. Yeah. And whatever. But it just, I mean, I, I think I ego tripped. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. As well. And I think that's something interesting because I was listening to Brené Brown this week um, and she was talking about the difference between shame and guilt mm. and that shame is something that you did or not. No, no. Shame is something that you are like. I'm an asshole for showing up to work hungover this week. Mm-hmm. Not, I made a bad decision and what I did was stupid. That's guilt. And the former oh. is shame. So, like, can you Yeah, I can see the difference. Yeah, I can Like, you see did that. something behavior-wise versus you are something. Yeah. So, I wonder what it was for you in that I situation. think it was shame. Yeah. It was you're, shame. You just beating yourself up. I was thinking, I can't figure this out. Yeah. I don't you're know what the fuck the I'm doing. I, I'm doing, Yeah. Yeah. Got a good thing we're talking about it because the yeah. more you talk about it, or no, yeah, the more you talk about it, the less you have it. Exactly. Little, you have to talk about it. You have to talk about your shame, man. Hell yeah, you do. What's your shame journey? Well, for you. <laughs> oh, I got a shame journey. I don't know. Oh. We all got our deep, dark secrets. We, we sure do. do. We sure Ooh. do. Um, so, one of my, this is a funny um, meltdown. That, I, that Nicole actually participated in. <laughs> Yay! She doesn't really maybe know the whole story about, but I did get to debrief with Courtney Irwin. So the three of us were going to go to lunch about a week ago. And I, of course, start getting texts about the location of lunch about an hour before mm-hmm. we're going to go. And I am busy at work. I don't have any time to really respond. So I'm like, um, can't really talk right now. Why don't you guys decide? So they're like, how about we go this place? And I was like, um, I hate sandwiches. So no, can't do that. And so then they come back Allie with actually another said, one. B- BT Tubs, <laughs> Allie was like, okay, you guys decide where you're going to go to lunch. Let me know. So Courtney and I decide to decide. Yeah. It fell flat. Right. Right. No, but when I said something so rude, I was like, that is the most unimaginative location, like bread and soup. Like, sandwiches are boring. Why would I spend my money on that? So I shot him down. Totally <laughs> shot the assholes down that I asked to do the job. And then... <laughs> <laughs> so then they're like, we've got this figured out. We're going to go to a Thai restaurant in Madison Valley. I'm like, great. See you there. 1230. So we roll up. I'm there first <clears throat> and get to this restaurant called Aria Vegan Restaurant. And Arias. it says it's right there, vegan mm-hmm. restaurant. And me being super hangry, like I didn't have breakfast. And I am one of those people who totally gets why people are vegan. And, and 
I, I look up to people that are vegan because it's like super great for the environment. We're being kind to our animal friends. Yeah. It's better for your health and body. Like I understand intellectually the reasons why people go to vegan restaurants. But um, at that moment, emotionally, <laughs> I was hungry, super hungry, already disappointed. And then feeling like all the vegan feelings that like a meat eater feels when they go to a vegan restaurant, uh -huh. especially when it's not their choice. Mm -hmm. So I was feeling, and I, and I wanted to unpack this for myself because it was so funny to me. I was like, well, what is it that's making you feel disappointed Yeah, right now? Right. And I was like, well, I think it's because I don't think it's going to taste as good. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I'm not going to get full. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I'm going to have to spend money on it and, and it's just not, not something that we normally choose to spend money on. And then I was thinking that it's just something I wouldn't normally choose for myself, you know, so it's just a little different, mm -hmm. you know, and just dealing with those little aspects. So I don't say anything. I go into this vegan restaurant, smells good, sit down. Um, it's beautiful inside. It's like well lit. It's cozy and warm. There's other people eating. And then Courtney and Nicole walk in. And, and Courtney didn't really notice it right off the bat, but you kind of did. Uh -huh. That I was being kind of quiet. Uh -huh. But I was mostly re realizing that I needed to calm the fuck down and, and, and just, we're here, it's going to be fine. Yeah. And in 30 minutes, once I have my food, my yeah. buffet of food yeah. and my tummy full, mm -hmm. I will be able to talk and engage with my friends like I normally would. Mm -hmm. So I did that and I totally held my feelings inside, but then I had such a laugh with Courtney afterwards because she was like, you know what? You really exercise some self-restraint in there because Nicole knew right <laughs> off the bat that you were super upset and disappointed that we took you here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I kind of did, you know, but, but it was also interesting that I was like, and now, and now I've been choosing like, like vegetarian options. Mm. Like, what am I afraid of? Wait, wait, wait. So go back. For the everybody listening, was it a good fucking meal or it what? It was delicious. It was out of this world amazing. It was a buffet. It was, tasted great. Yeah. The dessert was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So and shout that, out to the, the restaurant. Yeah. Arias, right? Arias. Araya. Mm-hmm. So good. So good, But yeah. it was all this funny, weird little shit. And, the, and then, like, I was like, the, the shame. Judgments. Then I went on the shame spiral. <gasps> oh! Because I was like, I'm not progressive enough to make these decisions for myself. And I have to be drugged to these restaurants <laughs> against my will. You know, and what does that say about me? But but it actually taught me something. Because I've been making vegetarian choices. Like, mm -hmm. you can make any choice you want all the time. And mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you have to, like, stick to it. Yeah. Or... Right. Make it make it make it mean something more mm -hmm. than it actually is than just like a meal choice. So I got like tofu the other day. Because honestly, I felt so good after that meal. I was like super full, but it wasn't like heavy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like I was kind of sick afterwards. Because sometimes I think that the food choices I make make me feel kind of gross mm -hmm. afterward. Mm. And I'm like, that didn't make me feel gross at all. Maybe I should make, make more choices like that. Mm. Anyway, that was my story. Thank you so much I for hope sharing. I didn't offend any any people. I don't out there. think. I mean, how how could you? I mean, it's a personal story. It is. It is a personal story. I. We all have our own things that I we have a lot like. Of respect for vegans. 
Yeah. I, I'd like to be more vegetarian. If yes. I'm not, uh, I'm not vegan, but I do eat a lot of vegan meals. Yeah. So, but I find I, I get a little stuck. Stu- I feel too stuck in a box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to be stuck in a box. So you got to have a little freedom. And this is making me think about. What, dick in a box? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So dig in a box. That is like a Christmassy thing. To I talk know. About too. It's I know. It's so good. That was a funny skit. That was the best. Dick in the box. I love it so much. JT. Got my dick in the box. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna make. This is why this is rated E. Um, For what? Explicit. Oh. <laughs> okay. Or extra. Yeah. Or extra. <laughs> extra. Explicit, extra, and entertaining. Fuck yeah. Triple E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm not painfully aware that my mo- mother-in-law is listening. But now you are? Just now I remembered. At this moment. Sorry, Cheryl. <laughs> Why? What would she get so caught up on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we just talked about anything crazy. No, it was a skit. That was funny. That oh, probably oh, the dick th- in the box. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cheryl, and if you, you right. haven't seen it, Google. Oh, it's funny. Dick she in the box. Love that. Justin Timberlake. SNL. Yeah. It's really, really funny. It is funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, we're going to transition. We sure are. What are we talking about? Grit. Oh, my God. Dude, grit. let's talk about grit. Is this a movie called True Grit? There is. Or something like that. There is. I, I haven't don't, seen it. Me neither. So this is where we, we launch into a topic where we t- try to have a pseudo-intellectual conversation That's about right. something. That's right. And it's always pseudo-intellectual. <laughs> it is never intellectual. We don't want to alienate our audience. That's the reason. Not because we're incapable of having an intellectual conversation. We can. We just don't want to alienate our, our listener. <laughs> right? Oh my god, I'm laughing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, life's just too serious. It is. I mean, this show is about fun. But anyway, we do. We there is a concept. It's called grit. Yeah, it's passion. Angela Duckworth talks about it. Mm-hmm. Dr. Angela Duckworth. Yeah, check out her YouTube. So we were thinking, I was thinking about grit, man, because you know what? Grit is. Passion mm-hmm. plus perseverance. Mm-hmm. That's grit. Yeah. So and it and it's like building this brick, you know, building a building one brick at a time, right? Yeah. Like, like if you, we could talk about this podcast for for example. Yeah. Like we had to record the sessions. I had to learn how to get audio equipment. I had to um, learn how to put make a website and make all that stuff, and then whatever one step, one thing at a time. Um, then we, you know, how to get it uploaded in this thing and that thing and created an Instagram account and a Gmail and a business account and all this stuff. But like, um, those are tiny little tasks, but that like, it's only something because, you know, we had all these tiny little steps to do. And yeah. with my own business called unwoundretreats.com or just unwound retreats, I've just like, you know, I had an idea, yeah. I had a vision, I started, you know, moving, moving towards it. It took all these like tiny little steps and here we are like a thousand steps later 
-hmm. And, you know, now I have some things, some serious irons in the fire related to it. But if I gave up, I wouldn't be here. Right. You know, um, we talk a lot about quitting before you start, getting overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. wanting to get on, figure out a side venture, a hustle, and trying to follow that passion or follow that dream. Mm -hmm. But we quit a lot. I used to quit. Mm -hmm. I used to be a quitter, dude. Yeah. I was a dreamer, and then I, we talked about it in (laughs) Failure to Launch. Yeah. That episode of our, about all our business ideas, it's a really funny episode. You guys should listen to it from season oh, one. Oh, yeah, that one's a good one. But, you know, we had all the, like, these ideas. I And I used to have all these ideas, and I just never would get them off the ground. But now, you know, I think I'm seeing that, you know, after time, there's, I'm getting some traction. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm landed on a concept. Yeah. You know, that people are an idea that people are excited about. Yeah. And so I'm getting some traction and it feels amazing. Yeah. But if I had quit um, eight months ago, yeah, when this idea came to me, I wouldn't be here. Right. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned passion and perseverance. Mm-hmm. And this, Dr. Angela Duckworth says that those are the two ingredients that set people apart and really make them successful, as mm-hmm. opposed to other, you know, quantitative measures that people believe to be true, like IQ, yeah, and, and economic status, mm-hmm. and Mer- and family, yeah, all that kind of fa- falls by the wayside. It's, it and it doesn't really matter what industry you're in, but this quality of grit, yeah. Is what it, it makes you continue through yeah. hard times, even if you fail once or twice or a million times. Right. You know, and, and her question to the audience was, how do you get that quality? Yeah. How and how do, can you, we build it into our children? How do we cultivate it? Yeah. How do yeah. we cultivate it? And I think that's an interesting question. And I think that you're an example of it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think we both are, and here's why. Yes. Because I, I was going to talk about some of the learnings that I've learned. So I started, I, I bought, got a business license for like Jaw de Weave Company or whatever, mm-hmm. and I got rid of it. Like I did nothing with it. Mm-hmm. And, and what I learned from that experience was that I got too comfortable mm-hmm. at my regular corporate job mm-hmm. to, to make it worthwhile to pursue. Mm-hmm. And I also put the cart before the horse. Like I did all the infrastructure before, before like understanding what really product or thing yeah. I wanted to sell. So I think that that's something that I won't do this time around. But I yeah. think now that I have that and I've learned so much from what we do here every day and talk to so many other people who are doing this, mm-hmm. I think that it's, about making a list and prioritizing and having, you know, my family being involved. Like, there's so many interesting little things that contribute to success. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, kind of creating a business plan and just taking it one step at a time that, mm-hmm. that can make me successful next time around. Mm-hmm. And you all can hold me accountable to that. I say that every time. I'm the, I am a major quitter, and I do like failure. <laughs> I will say that. Um, I don't know if I like it, but I I definitely have that bounce back. 
yeah. quality. It doesn't seem like doesn't stick. I'm really phased by good that much stuff. Because you know why? Because I have that parenting grit. Oh, uh-huh. after having three children, mm-hmm. it's like nothing. Could just gotta keep going, yeah. Because if you something could have, it would have been having mm-hmm. three children mm-hmm. and taking care of them, and it didn't kill me. Mm-hmm. So I know nothing can kill me, because that was the hardest fucking thing imaginable. And uh, every pa- parent out there knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> the grit of parenthood. Yeah, takes extreme grit. Is there anything else you want to add to that? <laughs> oh, I don't, I mean, I'm looking at you and I'm not a parent and, and I, I'm just in awe of the, this, I'm looking at this actually, this, um, the handout that I have about grit and it's like develop the endurance of a warrior. And I was just thinking about you. It actually says three things, know your purpose, become as mindful as a monk and develop in the endurance of a warrior. And I was just thinking as far as being, being a parent, mm-hmm. You're developing the endurance of a warrior. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about, it, you can't quit. Mm-hmm. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's, it's about showing up and and being present. But a, but a warrior, it's like, you know, your strong-ass mama-jama. Yeah, and I also think about that, oh, God, that huge hurdle, like, on the last big shift. Oh, that was, like, the hardest thing to talk about. But just, like, the the professional failures that we do Mm -hmm. experience in Mm -hmm. life. And it was probably my first one, but that was a huge one too, where I realized like I tie a great deal of value to my, um, attached value to my professional, like, um, identity. Yeah. That's very normal. I know it is. But it's not the only thing that makes me valuable, right? In in the world, you know. It's, and, and I think it's I think that you have to remember your worth, and not, and not just equate it to one thing. Yeah. And and that's just like a, a shift in mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because you feel you judge other people, you judge yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk through that shame swamp. Yeah. And then you come out the other side. Um, and I think that's what gives people grit. You come out the other side. You do. You sure do. One thing, you actually just reminded me of one thing that, that um, Angela Duckworth was talking about was it's having that growth mindset. Right. Having that mindset of... Um, this isn't... This is about the future. It's about building and it's about being an in for the long haul. Yeah, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think about, <clears throat> like, actually things that take grit, if you want want to, you know, talk about it. It's like, okay, you run a marathon. Yeah, it's about running a marathon. But, I mean, yeah, you, you, you have to train. It takes, like, six months to get ready, like, mm-hmm. and you have to get your eye on the prize and that last you know, mile, those last four miles, probably for anyone else who's a runner out there, mm-hmm. you know, you see the finish, you want to do it mm-hmm. and you just persevere. Yeah. And you're passionate about it. Hell yeah. Passionate you and perseverance. So you do. And you can taste it. So that's the thing. The finish line is just right there. Yeah. You can, yeah. I see myself with all this stuff that's coming in 2020 
And I, I'm like, I've never seen, I've never, I've never walked into a decade like this, I don't think. I've never thought about, a, <laughs> it's crazy, I've never thought about all of the things on my horizon mm -hmm. this way before. How are you thinking about things? <sighs> well, I mean, I just have all these opportunities that are popping up. Um, you know, I'm tapping into, you know, self-care for healthcare, talking about burnout and resilience and um, I'm doing all these things that are really, have been really uncomfortable, but, um, but it's, it's paying off, mm -hmm. you know, dividend, it's paying off dividends, it's paying off dividends, yes, it's paying off dividends and I can see there is a real need and what I'm talking about and what I'm doing, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn at all. I just have talked to a lot of nurses and a lot of people who, you know, who aren't, they don't ever talk about self-care when you're in nursing school. And the thing is, when you're done, when you're done, you're, depending on where you enter in, you're seeing the most fucked up traumatic shit that you could ever see and witness. So it's like, how do you even process that? So yeah. I'm, I'm anyway, I realized though that there's like a need and a niche and a community out there mm -hmm. that is, is ready for this is more than ready for this. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking into it very uncomfortably, but now it's like those dividends are paying off. Cause it's like reassuring when I start to talk to people and they're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, you know, and so it's building this momentum that I'm, it's almost like I'm in a snowball. Like I'm like in, in, the, snow, middle in the middle of a snowball. <laughs> I like it. I'm like, you know, like, woo. Okay, here, here, we, okay, go. here we go. Away we go. Away we go. I love it. So, yeah, I'm like, cartwheeling in the middle of a snowball into 2020 yeah and I don't know what's gonna happen right I mean I believe that the stars have aligned yeah that I'm in alignment yeah and the things are things are happening yeah. but if I would have quit yeah even if I would have not done this podcast mm -hmm. it all goes back to James Wanick mm -hmm. um and quitting my job yeah and um, getting unstuck yeah, and having these fun conversations and talking to the most amazing and inspiring people. Yeah. Yeah. It does. And, and, you know, as you're saying this, like a million things are coming to my mind. Like, remember when we first met to do this? Yes. To be like, okay, yes. well, let's meet once a month and we're going to talk about things that we want to do. You yeah. Know? And then right. you're like... Well, gosh, why don't we elevate it to the next level and, and share these intimate meetings about doing better and improving ourselves with the right. rest of the world? And the podcast was born. And then I was talk I was listening to Brene Brown and <clears throat> heard her say a really important thing about how vulnerable she felt when she realized that she had just talked about having a mental breakdown herself to mm. an audience of like five hundred people. And she was like, Oh my God, what if what if I think that I'm going to tell them not to show the YouTube video because if it gets too big, you know, at 4,000 people or something like that. And she's like, and now I'm at like millions of people have seen this. And she's like, we spend so much time 
keeping ourselves small. I like how comfortable we get just being comfortable. And we just, and I think that that was so huge. I was like, oh my God, I do that. I'm having a moment where I feel like I could just cry. Me too. But we're not going to do that because we're lifting people up. No, but here is the thing. So yeah. when I went to speak to those nursing students last week, yeah, I'm not going to fucking cry. <laughs> oh God, what I would do too. when I went to speak to those nursing students last week, yeah, it was not about me. It was about them. Brene talking to people about. Her meltdown and her 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 um, break was not about her. What yeah. it did was for them, and what yeah. it did is for us. Yeah. Like we need to be able to see people, yeah, raw, real, vulnerable, yeah. Um, and so when people, you know, we we play small because we think what's our, you know, we're scared or we're uncomfortable or we. But the truth is, is like this podcast, it might be for us, but it's also for you because we're vulnerable. You, you might be vulnerable. Maybe you'll learn from it. The, the going back to the talking to the nursing students. So, you know, thinking about me speaking, yes, I was nervous. Yes. I was thinking, what do I look like? Am I fat? Am I all this stuff? But no, those people don't care. It was about the connection and the message. Right. And that's powerful. Yeah. And you're so right. Like the things that I say to myself when I think about starting like a new business, like freedom and danger, you know, like these two words resonate with me. I like to have, I want to cultivate an Instagram following that represents these two things that matter to me that make me feel alive. (laughs) I know it's super cheesy, but like I miss those qualities of my youth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We're not, yeah. And I'm so funny because I'm like, maybe I could just like do this one thing, but I'm like, nobody would want to buy that. And I'm like, my daughter can sell like a a raw, a painted rock to an individual on the street, but you don't think that you can create anything of value that anyone would want to buy? You know, like, I just, you know, it's just sad that we, like, we crush our dreams before they even start. Yeah, we do. You know? Yeah, we do. <sighs> I would buy all your shit. <laughs> you guys don't know. Allie has an amazing... <laughs> I mean, you're an amazing woman. And you have an amazing sense of style. And your Freedom in Danger brand... Is yeah. the coolest fucking 70s. It's just a mantra. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I think we should... Adjourn. Yeah, but no, but... I You were very raw and very vulnerable. But just know, you know, you have no reason to paint, your, paint yourself as small. Like, you can do anything you want. Right. You... And look at all these people doing all kinds of things. Right. And they're, they're the craziest ideas. And then, they, you know, they become something. Yeah. I know. And those are, like, the things that I, like, think of. Those you know? self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. 
But those are still there too. So that's what, I guess it's always that tension you're working against. Yeah, you just have to push those, or I say sometimes push those down, or yeah. say like acknowledge, oh, hi, fear. Yeah. Oh, hey, you're here again. Yeah. I'm going to piece you out, and mm-hmm. you can come back later. I'm going to still keep going forward. Yeah. And, and people do, especially funny people, like me. You're funny. <laughs> I, I self-deprecate, too. And I've, I've heard yeah. things about, like, oh, you make a joke of it. Or, like, let's adjourn. Let's <laughs> be yeah. done now. That right. felt raw. Or, you know, that's uncomfortable. Or talking about my fears is, you know, uh, whatever. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's, just a, it's just a crutch, you know, yeah. to get you through. Yeah. Great oh, this Find was a your... great episode. Wow, we went around the, around the moon. We sure did. We came back. <laughs> uh, we cried. We laughed. <laughs> what's the message? Oh, my God. Stick to it. Dude. Yeah, one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. One brick at a time. And so if you fail, just get up and do it again. Yeah. Differently this time around, but keep going. Yeah, and we can reinvent ourselves. Yeah. Tomorrow. A million times. A million times over. Yeah. And maybe even when we come back reincarnated. Yeah. Or whatever happens. Yep. Um, yeah. Just like Aaron said last week, mm-hmm. if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right. Exactly. Whatever you're telling yourself is the truth. Yeah. We're going to end on that. Think about that think about that okay peace out peace out love you love you thanks for tuning in today please follow us on instagram at meltdown city podcast or on facebook at meltdown city podcast or you can follow us on twitter at meltdown city pod come check out our website meltdowncitypodcast.com and don't forget to rate review and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts you can email us at meltdowncitypodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening.